0: What's up, fam? Welcome back to That's the Angle, and in this episode, I interview Taman. He is a super smart and really cool dude. He is also the co-founder of a creative marketing agency based out of Washington, D.C., but deals with clients like Google, H&M, and nike and they deal with them all over the world it's so cool and he is um he was just a great guest it was a great conversation that we had over at home dc the home of the podcast right now and if you want to see what that place looks like and also you can watch the interview i know you're probably listening but you know just throwing it out there if you want to watch it uh go to youtube.com slash that's the angle and you can watch that there and also guys if you love me a little bit or you love any of my content could you please 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 leave a review or a comment on the podcast um on itunes that would mean the world and if you don't want to do that hey that's cool no worries maybe you could uh hit it with a screenshot um on instagram and just shout it out to your homies or something like that that'd be cool too but anyways guys let's get right into this interview enjoy
1: not nah, excited <laughs> to be here this is cool this is like i didn't know I mean, I didn't know you were in this phase. I didn't know. And then I like watched some of your previous um podcasts. And I'm like, oh this is this is some shit. This is lit. Let me come through.
0: Yeah, right. This, this You're thing. like, that guy may, might actually be legit. <laughs> this guy isn't recording from his like Apple phone.
1: No, nah, this is like a real thing. Like he's got like, act- I got a lot of emails and stuff. People are like, yo, come do this, come do that. And you gotta be like, mm, let me just I'm busy. But no. this is like Super lit, so
0: happy to be here, happy to be on. This is cool. Damn, man, I'm glad I passed the litmus test for podcast quality, Surreal. man. That makes me feel good. Surreal. I put a lot of work in this shit. People don't realize it. Man, it's and I love this space, man. Amir, uh, who's off camera right now for you guys listening, um, man, he looks it up. I'm so glad he let me record yeah, here. Even
1: the setup is lit, too. I mean, the setup, is. Like, it reminds me of Tiny Desk. Yeah. But it ha you know, just like the decor elements you have in here, like the uniqueness, it's compact, it's lit, you know, Amir, like you said, he's off camera, amazing face, you know, everything. Like I'm looking at the camera right now and looking what's behind me and it's just amazing.
0: Like yeah. I feel like someone's gonna watch those TVs back there and be like, Whoa, I just watched a TV on a screen yeah. for like an hour and a half. What the hell just happened? Yeah, for sure. You know? Yeah. Yeah, and actually, I turned the volume down. Those things back there—they actually made like bird noises and shit. It really started to geek me out. One episode. Okay, yeah, okay. it was. Okay. It was really it's unique. It was really throwing me it's off, that, it's man. Unique. It's yeah, unique. yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like so many people try podcast, but not, but people don't know how to do it. Yeah, and the other thing too is a weird thing to
1: commit to. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, everybody, it's a weird everybody commitment. gets the first episode, right? right? No, it's like episode 100 that's nobody gets to. You know, so it's like once you find your groove and then
0: reaching out to people and trying to make the stories interesting every single week. Like, it's really challenging. Dude, it's really challenging. Just getting, I try to get two guests a week and that seems to be like industry standard. And, it's pretty hard to do that. Yeah, for sure. Like, people will be surprised, but to align schedules, you have to yeah. do it in advance. Yeah. Even get someone, like, you know, as interesting as yourself, it's like, the more interesting people get, the harder it is to get them on the show. <laughs> so, I'm like, shit. So, if my quality is, if my content isn't good, then yeah. it's hard to get those people out in the first it's place, tough, let alone yeah. their schedule. So, I'm just like, oh, my God. And, yeah, it's and it's then tough. it's like, it's, it's not just as it's like that, the audio, the uh space. I don't know, dude. It's it's a lot. And it's so funny. I actually just read an article in the Washington Post where this guy was just shitting on podcasting, like too many people are doing it. And I was I, I was so but her at first because the, the clickbait title was so good. Yeah, sure. But then I read it and I was like, yeah, he's he's kind of right. A lot of people don't do it right. It's bad audio. They really don't know how to talk to people. I'm just like, yeah. okay, I feel kind of better after listening to that actually. I was like, yeah. maybe more people will not do it. Yeah. You know, and like the other, you don't fall into that particular category. Right? Right. So I mean, I've got a certain advantage. With it, it's but it's 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 it's, it's at the end of the day. It's just putting out content, mm-hmm. you know, which is something that you know a lot about, my friend. You run You're a creative content agency. Yeah, we do. I do. I do. Yeah. That is crazy.
1: Yeah, it's um, it's been a crazy journey. Yeah, uh, we started in so myself, my business founder. My co-founder um, Gary Williams, who you should probably also have on the show. Okay. Um, so we started our company in twenty like fifteen. Wow, um, four years ago. And at the time, you know, this is the the main reason that we started a company ride was we were like through into creators, I guess you could say. Um, but we had like these unique skill sets. So I just finished grad school. I did like a business degree and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gary was working as a professional photographer for, like, a number of years, graphic designer, so we had, like, all these skills. And what was happening around that time, like, Instagram was just starting to turn into a thing, right? Instagram was just starting to turn into a thing. And, uh, you know, we were picking up some followers and stuff like that, and we were getting a lot of love, like, around the city. So we would always, like, run into each other, like, events and... Yeah, four years ago, Instagram was was just on that cusp. Exactly. And uh, so what kept happening is, like other agencies were just now starting to figure out like how to utilize, you know, like creators in different ways and things like that. And, you know, we were like, yo, people aren't really doing this right because they're not doing it right from like the creative perspective, from a cultural perspective. Mm-hmm. You know, things are just like missing a little bit. And so, you know, we have like these skills of understanding like creative and design and, and production and then also like understanding business and marketing and bottom line. And so then we basically put those, you know, like put our synergies together and, like, turn that into a business. And, you know, that was a long time ago. Now we, you know, have worked for some super big brands. Um, that's you know, our that's main, crazy. Our main client is um, is Google and YouTube. Our second main client is Under Armour. Um, you know, we, like, we get to do really amazing stuff and strategize and think about, like... You know, key messaging, brand messaging, brand voice, and and then go ahead and create that content, too, which is like the crazy part, right? Usually you have people in the room who just like think about these things and uh-huh. like sub and, and hire people to execute. But we got to like think about like, yo, we should we should tell this story. We should think about it in this way and then go out and produce it. Um, which is like an amazing thing. And and I think because we're an agency, we get to do that. We get to be in the room to have those conversations. So do you just said so many things? Let's unpack some of
0: that. <laughs> like yeah, you just, yeah, you just yeah. dropped a lot of shit. That I have a yeah, lot of questions I mean, on.
1: Was, I mean, it's a lot, maybe every day is different, but it's a lot. It's cool. You know, wow. So, I mean, so
0: you, yeah. that's that's crazy that you two met, like you serendipitously yeah. met just cause you're just kind of popping the social scene and then business, the creative. And I know you, you do photography as well. Like that mm-hmm. must've been like, you want to start an agency, bro? shit, you know, like that must've been a crazy first conversation conversation because I think it's one of those things where you might talk about with your homie, but then you get to it and you're like, wait, this is a lot bigger than we think it is. And let alone it get to the point where you're talking with YouTube and Google. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was a, so this, I would, it, it felt like it was a big decision, but I, I truly feel like we didn't have like another direction we could have went. Really? Um, you know, what's interesting is we really didn't even know each other that well at the time when we started the company. Right. And what's interesting about that is, you know usually people start companies with like people they have just like known for a long time and like don't really care about like what to, what they bring to the table. Uh, and for us, we it like started with what we bring to the table, right? Mm-hmm. And then so the business kind of like turned into you know something quickly because we had like if if like skills are a pie, you know what I'm saying, and like a great business has like all the different skills in it like we were able to figure out what we wanted to do. And like, it took the two of us to have the skills to like fill the pie to like, say yeah, like this is what we want to do as a company. Business and creative. That's, yeah. that's perfect. And, um, so the conversation was like, I mean, it was, it was pretty simple. You know, we, we didn't start off fast in any way, shape or form. You know, we did like super small jobs for almost like a year or so just to, you know, pay some bills and try and make a little bit of money. Uh, I don't think we, we, got hooked up with like, you know, our biggest client Google until probably about a year and a half, two years in. Um, but in that time we were able to like make small steps and and make small mistakes as well to figure out like what we wanted to do, what we were good at, what we were bad at, what was like shit we never wanted to do ever again. Um, and what, then what, um,
0: what's, what's the name of your company? Creative Theory Agency. Creative Theory. And I, it just seemed, I don't know how to classify it, but just so people know what we're talking about, yeah, it's, yeah, it's yeah. like a content yeah, agency. Gary. Like, are you like the black Gary V? Like, what am I missing <laughs> here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can't.
1: Um, so there's two parts of our business, right? So one is like a cultural consulting. So mm-hmm. things that revolve around like communities of color, whether that's like black, um, Hispanic, Latino. Um, we work a lot around like celebrated groups. So like, um, LGBTQ as well. So is Uh, it it like how to approach that group and how to to, to market to them effectively? Not necessarily. Um, It's more so about like from a consulting side, it's like identifying where you fit on that spectrum of support, right? Mm -hmm. And like is your brand fitting into like what you say you support? And then if you say you support something like what is your key messaging, i.e. content that like proves that? Uh, right. So, and how does it a quarterly to that audience? Right. Exactly. Right. And so, you know, there's a like, there's some really big agencies in the world that do like amazing work, and they're worried about putting out like, you know, your next Super Bowl ad or like your commercials and mm-hmm. all that other stuff. Um, there are fewer companies in the world that focus on, you know, like specific demographics. Right. And so, us being in that demographic and deciding that that's like the stories we want to tell and content we want to create around, like, that's pretty much like, the lane that we're in and uh so that's like from a consulting side and then from a production side like traditional creative agency work so you know like cinematography um uh photo print graphic design um is that geared towards social or just whatever primarily social social stuff um you know we've put like we've done spots that had like you know, a hundred K behind them on YouTube, you know what I'm saying? Like to, to make sure people see them. You mean all those ads that I have my ad blocker doing work on? Yeah. Sorry about that. Okay. It's cool. Sorry about that. Um, You know, and um, so it's not just like Instagram by any means. I think people are obviously, you know, moving a lot towards video. Um, So a lot of that content ends up on different
0: platforms and channels and, and uh, you think it's a big move towards video, just the culture of content in general. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think Why so? so? Um metrics.
1: Um I think long form is so right now like people have gone hip to ways to like trick people into viewing long form. So like you what? what? It's just like so for example on Instagram, how you could like see a video that's like twenty-five seconds or so and then it's like down at the very bottom. It's like keep watching on, on the IG live. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? So or sorry, on the IG TV. Yeah. Right. So people have found ways to like get people to watch long form a little bit now. Um, and I think also to, from a brand perspective, people like putting paid money behind video and not photo. It seems to last longer. Yeah. I mean, it's last longer. You can engage longer. You can tell a a, a more in-depth story. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just like, that's just in general how we consume more media now. Uh, if you think about like, uh, Netflix, YouTube, just in general, like the most you know viral moments of things that we consume, it's all digital and it's all moving, right, so whether
0: that's like all the classic viral things are yeah, all yeah, the earliest ones, piano cat, yeah, for it's, sure it's all it's all video, yep mm-hmm. yeah. it's interesting because yeah. it's do you think it's always been that way or it's or it's been shifting I think
1: it's always been that way, but I think people are getting good at like um pushing it now so for example like when you think about instagram three years ago you can post video yeah you know what I'm saying like when you think about like twitter and it's like infancy like video wasn't like somebody like making video It's true or, the
0: networks didn't have much capability of right. posting video yeah and even like youtube you couldn't
1: necessarily like i mean well youtube probably was one of the earliest to be able to like put money behind something and like show it there and stuff like that but outside of that you know, there's like so many different like backend solutions on YouTube to like, you know, get people to watch it. You know what I mean? Like people have channels now. People are like even on on YouTube now they have like little like vertical nine by sixteens that you can like watch and like flip through. You know what I mean? So wait,
0: what? I've never seen that. Yeah. You mean like an Instagram story? Yes, one hundred percent. I've seen something like that where you could do. Vertical format, but I've never actually been able to. Maybe they don't have enough subs or something like that. Yeah, but. like it's, I mean,
1: everywhere. So people are just finding like really creative ways to like stick video in places where people can see it. And like that's where people want to put their money behind.
0: Oh, I've heard there's like a sweet spot though. It's like a two to three minute, at least maybe on Facebook. Yeah, for, I for mean, video. Yeah, I think so. I think so. Yeah, that's definitely true.
1: Um, you know, <laughs> yes, it's true. Uh, <laughs> if you have like, you know, if you have like a super celeb in something, people are going to watch it. You know, just like, you know, everybody's watching Beyonce's homecoming past like two or three minutes, but like they know what they're getting into and it's Beyonce. Um, but in terms of like time, yeah, definitely, you know, two and a half, three minutes is probably key. Um, there's, and the, what's amazing is like a lot of brands have really interesting metrics around like when people flip away, when they stay. And it, like, yeah, like first 15 seconds. Yeah, even like, like, how long you should like stay on somebody's face before you got away
0: at what, what time they're analyzing it down to like to yeah, that. For sure. Cause in, like in, people like in the beginning. Well, like at any point. Right? So for example, in the first minute, like what's going on there. Yeah, for sure. And even
1: like, you know, things like people, like they're people typically flip away during certain things. Like they're less likely to flip away during a tight shot. Right. Whether it's like on your eyes or your hand, like weird stuff like that. I've like,
0: never done a crop in this video before, but I'm going to specifically <laughs> crop right into your yeah, face for I, that. Specifically two and a half minutes. Through. So so you're saying there, that there's right like there. techniques emerging that literally make you want to watch the video more. Yeah. I mean, like that's the whole purpose of like why people like video is because
1: you can monitor and uh, measure like all of those things. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, and it just gives you more hey man options. cheers by the way
0: yeah for sure 100% you need more wine in there uh yeah you can get yeah you always off, need man. more wine a little top up. yeah you do a little top up come on do
1: that thing yeah um but yeah so I mean it's uh, that's something that we've been that's steep that's steep <laughs> oh shit I got it's a heavy good. hand my fault yeah, it's all good we live in it. nice. it's almost Friday I mean, it's not, but whatever. Um, <laughs> We're rounding up really hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, it's it's like, it was, so going back to the original question, there's two parts of the consulting part, what to do, why to do it, and then part two is, like, actually doing it. So, you know, the majority of the work we do is absolutely not shooting anything. The, like, hard work, the, like, long nights is, like, doing researching, identifying, like, messaging, uh, identifying narratives and stories and, and how to tell them and why. Uh, Sounds like you're really analyzing yeah. certain, I guess, subgroups of people. is Not even like subgroups, but like opportunities to message around like certain groups. Um, or not even like message around, but like who had to highlight this like particular group or, or What do you mean by experience? group? You mean like race? Not necessarily race, but like moment, you know, you, like it's just, okay. it's kind of tricky,
0: but so like if the Jewish people just won the Olympic gold medal, if you market it towards them, that might be a good idea right now because I mean, they're hot and
1: yeah, you I mean, you might be like late things like that. You, I, don't know. I mean, so think about the work that like Nike does, right? Yeah. And the stuff that they did for like women's history month where they had, um, you know, Serena do voiceover for, like, that entire campaign. That ad went viral. Right, of course it did, right? And so, like, somebody started working on that. Of course. Probably about nine months ago, right? And they probably went through ten rounds of edits on the VO, probably even more. The film itself probably went from, you know, they probably had 40 rounds of edits on that. Somebody (sighs) had to pull clips from probably you know a thousand hours of footage right because i mean there's probably like what maybe like 25 different athletes in there so you have to go through footage of every single one of those athletes find the best moments whether it's like you know sadness happy laughing crying winning celebrating defeat all those different things right Mm -hmm. and like put those together so somebody was thinking about that like yeah like any a year in
0: advance holy shit yeah for sure I mean, it, it always seems a lot easier from the outside. Like, oh, that's a sweet ad. Maybe they made that in a month. But you're saying, like, what, you said six months? Um, Yeah, so, I like, I have a friend of mine who works at the
1: agency who, like, who made that commercial. And she works on that campaign. And, uh, yeah, it was, like, they were
0: they're thinking about that about a year out. Whoa, and so they're trying to get the perfect sort of response, I guess. I mean, they're they're engineering it it to get the perfect sort of... So
1: it's like, so that is, it's not really like the perfect response, it's the perfect message, Mm. right? You know, so like every single word in that counts, right? Every single clip in that counts. Every frame, yeah. Um, And, you know, so in it, some people who work at an agency at that level, like that's how you're thinking about it, you know? And it it like, sure, it, it comes from, you know, the same way you and I might be here and we might be thinking about an idea and you're like, yo, that's dope. It goes from like, yo, that's a dope idea to like, all right, like A, B, C, t- like that. That's when now it turns into like the actual work of like, hey, okay, we have this dope idea and we have to turn it into like a manuscript, a manifesto, uh, a mood board, a treatment, uh, everything. And then give it a saying? reason and an objective right. and everything like that. And it's like a lot. But anyhow, so, like, that's what we do. And it's really hard sometimes. And, like, sometimes we get beat up and, like, you know, it, it doesn't. Sometimes shit doesn't land. Sometimes it does. Sometimes you got to, like, check yourself. Sometimes you got to <laughs> check your ideas. And, and um, but it's, like, it's cool work. It's cool work. It's about stuff that we care about. You know, everybody that.
0: Um, I mean, it sounds badass,
1: like a creative yeah. agency. Like, that's. Yeah, it's fun. So we say we're a culture-focused agency.
0: Mm. Um,
1: we're a culture forks marketing agency uh so we work on like you know we only work on stuff that's like you know it has to be has to be about you know for the people for for the culture for you know it has to be about giving opportunity to people who didn't get to speak before it has to be about finding like the dopest person you know to like share this
0: message at this moment and and how they it's, fit in. It's like you're really, you're really tapped in the culture here.
1: I mean, that's what we try to do. You
0: know, don't know it's Well, you kind of have to be perfect <laughs> marketing, right? You know, like, yeah, you know. Like maybe you go too far or something and you're, you're like, oh, we, we were ahead of the public by six months on that? Like, you know,
1: I mean, it's just, it, it's a lot. It's a lot, but, you know, I think the, the main thing is like, you know, when we compare ourselves, sure, we're like a small company, like five people. When you look at like the bigger, broader agencies... Um, and who they're made up of. You know, like, incredibly smart people, for sure. Um, so there's five of you on the team? Yeah. Wow. Um, you know, but, like, beer companies made of, like, you know, really smart people, for sure, but, like, rather monolithic identities and, and kind of don't have the same connection to, like, you know, places like here. You know what I'm saying? They're like, we do. And, you know, these are, like, these are the moments and people who are, like, defining culture in different cities, right? Not, like, you know, the person who has already been placed at here, 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 and here, you know? It's, like, how do you meet the, you know, Amirs in every city? How do you meet the—how do you know who, like, has this hella dope story that, like, needs—just needs the opportunity to, like, put that story in front of, like, 10 million people, you know? Because that's, like—that's that's the best part. That's the That's the best part when— you know the story like you can't make this shit up you know what i'm saying like people are really out there living and like grinding and yeah. getting it and like yeah. um, and shifting and changing and believing in themselves and like and like you got to be with the people that know those people you know what i'm saying
0: so you got to be plugged in you got to be there to catch that that's, moment that's the whole, that, that that wave right. you
1: know yeah so that's what we're trying to you know everybody we that works with us um that that is on our team you know they're like you know they're in the community they got their own brand they're doing dope shit of their own and we like love that we bring on hella dope people to the team because like bring your network bring your energy bring your like mm. oh i know so and
0: so you know what i'm saying like that literally so that's like more been, important than i i'm sure the resume is important but someone who's more plugged in i guess is yeah, super important 100%, 100%. to you 100 percent, especially because it's so be, lean you gotta be to work for us you gotta be plugged in absolutely
1: you gotta have your like knows to the community, you got to be involved in your community, Um, you know, and you got to be like, you got to be able to send a damn good email. That's
0: like, that's also really important. To us as Dude, well. sending an email, <laughs> the, the the mental warfare of sending an email that's is insane. I know. You don't, you don't know how many exclamation points I've deleted. Oh, for sure. Right? Like mm-hmm. if you do it in the intro, then the ending, the ending word, you're kind of like, ooh, that's too excited, for right? Sure, for sure it is. There's so, so many like, weird dynamics. You know, when you're emailing with like C-suite people and like executives
1: and shit, like, you know, you got to be able to be, like, both worlds, you know what I'm saying, to, like, understand, you know, how to, like, kick it and wop-wop and be cool or whatever. And then you got to be able to, like... You know, articulate the meaning of a message in a campaign that you're going to put like $200,000 behind. Dude, that's that is so important. Get sign off from this manager, that manager, and so and so executive. You know what I'm saying? So
0: it's like, it's cool, it's cool you're an artist in the streets, but can you talk to that guy that you need to write a formal email to? Right. So it's cool. I mean, you
1: know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's um, it's it's cool work. It's cool work. Like for real. Like you know, I appreciate being here. It's like it's just it's cool work, you dude. Know? So
0: I mean, to even have a team is really impressive. Like, how old are you? Do you want me asking is that? I okay? am thirty one. No way. Yeah. That's dude, that's really young. Why that's, do I, I look like, young? I would guess you're my age, twenty eight. At thirty one, yeah. You know, somebody thought I was like twenty five the other day. Really? You yes. can pass. You got good skin. Yeah, I'm you know saying. what I'm saying. You got good skin. I, I try to live my best life. <laughs> me, my face is dying over here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, but to go from two people yeah. to even having three people, three other people on your team, yeah. I mean, that's a crazy responsibility. That, that's a yeah. crazy leap. Like, hey, yeah. did you ever imagine? Like, I, you had to imagine, but so what was I, it like? I
1: feel like yes and no. Like, you don't really know what's going to happen until it happens. Mm-hmm. Um, but so there's so many different ways I can ask this question. So, okay, let me start where I'm going to start. So... Yeah. The people who work for us, it's happened, like, super serendipitously and organically. Like, Mm -hmm. it's been crazy. So this is how we hire people. So we'll, like, bring somebody on for, like, a small project and then, like, see what they're about. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, are they, like, just, like, diving in? Are they, like, hesitant? Are they, you know are they the type to be like, oh, I don't want to do that. Or like, oh, like, or like annoyed with the client already or whatever the yeah, case is, feeling them out a little bit, you know? And then what always happens is people like, and I mean, well, it doesn't happen every time, but yeah, you just, you just want that person, their energy and their hard work and their understanding of culture and place and space and time. You just want that around. It's just whatever that is that you got, bring it around more. You like that more. We could use that kind of thing. And then having that person around. So now as we're going out for more business, this person's like already in mind. Mm -hmm. Right. They're already like on the team. Right. So now the things that we're looking to do, we've just expanded our capabilities, right? So now when we go after more things, like this person's already built in right Ah. and so we've done that like three times now and every time it's like that's how you that's how we've been able to find the best people to like join our team and 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 to work for us is like you know you can you can send resumes don't even like it's whatever like uh, it's just whatever but like when you come around and you want to infuse yourself and like your like truest self right and like when that message with the whole team then like you're on the bus you know mm. what i'm saying and we'll figure out what it is we're gonna do afterwards but like you're the type of person we need here in this moment in this space and we're gonna go out and get more business to make sure that you can be here with us right and um it's cool you know what i'm saying like I think in the long term, you know, I think for me I want us to be like, you know, twenty-five,
0: thirty people. It's a lot of people. Um, it is. It
1: definitely is. It's so it's, so it's so
0: easy to look at someone like Gary v. I mentioned, like, oh, he's got six hundred people, but you realize that's ridiculous. You know, like that's like crazy ridiculous. It's more realistic to look at someone like yourself and be like, This guy's got three people working for him. That's impressive as shit. I mean, if it happens quick. Yeah. Like it
1: happens it happens really quick. Um, you know, you could have a conversation tomorrow that lands you, like, another thing where you need two more people to fulfill it for the year. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because every, so in the agency work, you know, you have accounts, right? So you have, like, you yeah. have people who work on one account and not on the other account, right? You can't overload people. You can, like, and, you know, you need people to be, like, focused on a particular objective or a particular client to like respond to be thinking about it all the time so you know every time you get a new you know like fortune 100 client who's paying you on retainer or whatever the case is that's like two more people you need right so you still have you know you still have an account executive which is usually like you know gary and myself whatever the case is to like Um, like, top-level client conversations, and then you still need the team to, like, facilitate that research and that work and, like, get that going. And then the thing about being, like, the founder of a company is that you need to always be thinking about, like, number one, getting more business, right? And, like, looking at the big picture, what are you, like, really after, Mm -hmm. right? And so in the first couple years, you know, Gary and I were doing, like, everything, like, literally everything, everything, everything. But it doesn't let you, like, think about, You know, oh, we have this crazy idea that we want to do and execute, right? Because, like, you're too busy, like, sending emails and accounting and all this other stuff. Um, But, like, once you get to the point where you can kind of, you know, bring people on to to, who are great in their own way to do that
0: work, then it still allows you to, like, free up to go after that thing to, like, continue to expand and Mm. continue to expand. Was it hard to learn that the business at first? Because you said like you're sh- coming, I guess, out of college or something. And
1: yeah, yeah, was it so. hard to kind
0: of get into that world? Like I wouldn't even know where to mm-hmm. start. I was like, yo, know, start a creative agency. I'm like, uh, yeah, who yeah. do, who do, who do yeah. I email for to get paid? Or do I have to, <laughs> like, like, yeah, wh- what, what executive do I have to email? Like, yeah. that's that's a crazy. See, it's, it's tricky.
1: It's tricky. So we, man, that's it's that's a great question. Um, so luckily I did have some skills in that world, right? So you know, in undergrad I studied like finance or whatever and then I did MBA so it's like business, 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 right? But um definitely like my existence was like a creative one. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. my true life was like a creative life. You know what I'm saying? And um when we started this thing, the work we were doing was not what we're doing now by any
0: means. What were you doing when you started?
1: We were just like it was just like all oh, photo stuff and da-da-da and like really like people's social images and stuff like that. And it was just like really small stuff. Um, But what happened was we knew the work that we wanted to get to. So we were okay with like sacrificing to do like the absolute grunt work in the first while to like build our portfolio. You got to have that belief. to To like work on the big shit. So then we were doing that. And like, we're probably about a year, year and a half in that oh, it's going where it's going. Like, you know, you're making just like enough to like pay your cell phone bills and some other <laughs> stuff like that. And like, whatever, whatever. Um, and then we decided like, if we wanted to start working with like super big brands and and work on like a really big scale, um, we needed to start producing. The, stuff, the type of stuff we wanted to get like hired for, for
0: real. Mm. And um, that's, a, that's a concept that myself as a photographer that was really a switch for me as well. Yeah. Was you have to perhaps pro bono in the beginning yeah, to 100%, 100%. put out the work you want to get hired for. Yep, 100%. Which is a weird concept for a lot of people. Yep. So even like so my philosophy,
1: I don't expect anybody to pay me something up, pay me to do something I've never done before. Interesting. Like not I don't know why anybody would pay me to do something I never done before. So what that means is like if I want somebody to pay me to do this, it better be my portfolio and it better be lit as shit. Right? So that's when like 2016 or so we started doing like you know, we we put together like this digital magazine, this digital and print magazine. We shot everything, I wrote everything, I had my wife's mother copyright or you know, copy read everything. And like, we were like up for like weeks on end and night proofreading and again, everything perfect. And da, 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 And we put out this magazine and it was about like all these amazing creators of color in the city and like what Whoa. they're doing It was a bunch of different industries. And it was like writers and authors and chefs and cooks and, and like architects and like just, and poets like crazy, a crazy swath of people. Yeah. You showed crazy stuff, culture right? in there. Yeah. And, um, that literally like we had like a little launch party for it. And then like two weeks later we were in a conversation with Google. What? You know what I'm saying? What? And it was like had we never done that, it would like it wouldn't have been it, w- it would not have been like proof of our capability.
0: But how does that lead you to Google?
1: So I mean this is the thing, right? So we're in we sourced in the magazine, it was all people within our network, right? All yeah. people who we knew were doing amazing stuff. We found some money. Printed the magazine and we're like, yo, we need a party. So then um, we had a friend um, who was doing some like kind of helping out creative theory at that time and stuff like that. And she had a like a, you know, like a girlfriend, like a homegirl who worked at Google at the time. And we were like, yo, we're doing this thing and like we need like a little space. Can we like, you know, I don't know. We need just like a little like rooftop thing to like have a little thing. Da, 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 da. And so we were able to like meet up with them over there with, or with her. And the ask was literally like, yo, we just need some space that's like cool to like get people to come to. Cause you know, we're doing this thing. It's like for the culture and people are lit and like it's all the dope people in the city who like you'd want to know and meet. Who wins Yeah. So she was like, yeah, sure. Let me send some emails and like see if you guys can like rent our like rooftop for like this little while.
0: The Google rooftop?
1: Yes, exactly in DC. It's a real story. So, so shit, I didn't know there was a Google office. Yeah, so there's a Google office here in DC. Shit. And um, <clears throat> so, yeah, we were like, maybe we can have this little thing like at your office. It's great positioning. Right. And then again, the thing too is like, Google's doing all that stuff with like small business owners and like all that other stuff. So we were like, yo, like, it's like the, all the lit black small business owners in the city, like, just like, let us have this party here. And it's, like, it's a little happy hour. We're just going to do it a and, um, and it's going to be dope. So she was, like, yeah, sure. Like, it sounds super cool. And so she, like, sent some emails on behalf and was, like, yeah, you guys can do it on the rooftop. Da-da, no big deal. And so we're, like, lit. Everybody's going to come now. like yeah, you group, got this. like hasn't been to a Google office. Like, nobody's been there. So, like, people are going to come. So we're, like, shit, this is dope.
0: You got the creatives. You got the Google rooftop.
1: Right. What, what the fuck? Like- exactly. So um, we had this event. And then. Uh, our connect was there And she was there with like a couple other people On her team And literally like the vibes At that event were like so crazy Damn. That it was like And let me like we had all the people Featured there who were there They brought like a bunch of people They brought like their friends and stuff like that So the vibe was like so empowering That's a really so, cool so vibe powerful That um, our connect was like Hey like there's some interest here From like some people on my team To like maybe do something like this um, cause this is like, this is a community that like, we've never, we've never had this vibe out here in this building ever. Whoa. Right. And, um, so after that, you know, it led to like a bunch of different conversations, a bunch of different conversations. And, um, you know, we started doing like, we did a bunch of stuff for Google that year at Essence Fest. Uh, and, like we worked on that project for like three months. We did print stuff with them, and like we produced this magazine for them, and like hosted like this some events for them in New Orleans, and it was just like crazy and then we like got hicked up with their agency team and and their their marketing team, and then we like just dominoes like it was crazy and um but long story short, the entire thing came back to like you know we wanted to do something that we had never done before, but we had the capability to do it. We had the network to do it, the community to do it. We had the in-house scale and talent to do it, and we're like, it's just gonna take some time and some energy, and let's just fucking do it. And the next thing you know, it led to like probably you know we've been working with them, you know, every single month since then, right? Whoa. On different projects. That is a way to start, dude. In different Holy podcasts. shit. So, you know we we took it, off with that um does that magazine still run or is it was it
0: just for that one it was
1: just it was pretty much just for that we were thinking at the time of doing more stuff but it morphed into some other ideas that we started to run with
0: yeah because um, the mission wasn't to create a magazine company it was, no, it was no, to it was generate like, that content for the businesses you wanted yeah, to get for,
1: but for the business, but also for the people right you know what i'm saying yeah. it was like that's why you know the, the like nobody paid us to do that, right? Like there was no money behind it.
0: That's all your time, yeah, it's right? all on your own so, time. making reason, all that.
1: The only way you're gonna like stick with that is if you believe in it, like if it like impacts you here, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So the fact that it impacted us like here was why we were like, yo, let's stick with this. Let's keep doing it. Nobody's paying us to do it. Let's do it nights and weekends and evenings and whatever. And you know that's why it like turns it to as big of a deal as it was because it's so important to us, and we feel like all the work that
0: we do gives us that same feeling. You know what I mean? So. Dude, that is quite the way to start to work with yeah, Google. Cool. I mean, cool. literally, you literally put yourself into their ocean and was like, "Hey guys, what's up? We're 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 literally on your rooftop. Want to work with us? We know all the cool people in the city. That seems like quite the way to meet them."
1: Yeah, I mean, but not only that. Like the work was good. You know, like the the quality. Of the magazine was amazing. The, the the cinema, the the photography was great. The stories were great. The way we told them was great. The like the the breath. The people that we like had on. You know, like we had a chef next to a poet, you know what I'm saying? Like, it it wasn't just like the creative scene. It was like people who like, who, you know, are just like, who are owning their own, like the people who are like self-actualizing, you know what I'm saying? Like, it was like,
0: I don't know. It was just the perfect. You proved that you could tell stories like that. I I guess that magazine, it proved that you could present ideas and other people's culture and other people's um, journeys and goals yeah. effectively in an, in a, in a good looking way where yeah, sure. Google's like, yeah, we'll work with you, bro. Yeah, for sure. Dude, that must've felt so surreal. It
1: was cool. It was definitely like, How, was definitely. Please tell me you have that email saved and, <laughs> for, and screenshotted it and you know, framed somewhere. Yeah, we, we have some photos from that event. That is, is cool. a big deal. Um. How long ago was that? This was like 2016 sometime. Whoa. But shit just happens fast. And, you know, it was Once you kind of get in the door A little bit, you know It's like You know, this, this is the other thing too That I tell people all the time Especially when working with like Really large companies You're not really working with companies You're just working with people Right? And The main thing that like You can never forget is like you, This is It's a, just a person On the other side of another desk Like writing you back Or talking to you or whatever And does that person like you or not? Do they trust you or not? Would they trust their career on like bringing you on, bringing you whatnot, right? And once you can like prove that like I got your back, you know what I'm saying? Like somebody basically wants to know, like if I hire you, will you stay up late for me? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's basically it. Like, will you, will you stay up late for me? That's a very human, sure that, like, humanistic way to approach my, it. My, shit looks good over here yeah if if i have to hit you with some last minute changes that we didn't talk about that aren't in the budget like are you gonna like are you gonna stay up late for me are you gonna try are you gonna work with me you're gonna try and make this work right and i feel like one our company and, and our culture is like we bend over backwards for the people that we work with and they they trust us and they believe in us and we do everything that we can to make sure that people are like you know, these, these guys got us, like just, they got us. They, they won't let
0: us down. I see what you're saying. saying. It's so easy to assume a company like Google is just some big fucking company that doesn't care and they will just give you a check. But really, you're right. It's, it's It's very human effect. It's, it's It's someone putting their neck on the line to hire you. especially if you're new, right? Mm -hmm. And then hoping that you return the favor. Yeah,
1: absolutely. 100%. Like as they're climbing, like cause that's the thing somebody on the other side of that desk wants to do something cool, right? They still have to sell that that's idea true. to somebody above them, that's right? True. And so do they believe that like what you're going to give them is going to they're going to be like be able to present that shit with pride to the person who mm-hmm. has to like can they go to their higher to up and be like or not a raise tomorrow, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So you know, at the end of the day it's just people who want to like believe in the work that they're doing and, and want to trust the people that are going to help them work on the stuff that they want to work on. You know, and we've been like really aligned with working with the right people who, you know, believe in in the work that we do and we believe in the work that they do. And it's always, you know, like, yo, this is this is cool. This is important. This is important. This is important work. This is an important story. And it always feels like that. And like, you know, our our mission is so like concrete in that, you know, we want to work on things that revolve around culture and inclusion and and when people internally where that are like that same level of crusader, then it's like, yo, let's just do just dope shit and it's going to be lit.
0: You seem like you have a really deep understanding of people. Like you really kind of get the human to human sort of uh, like compassion and you really care about that.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, yeah. Like you kind
0: of understand that everyone's like an individual. I kind of get that from you. Like you have this like kind of caring vibe about just like that one person. Yeah. I mean, literally like, yeah, I think so. Where do you get, where does that come from? Oh, man. Do you have like really know. cool parents or something? No, like
1: that? <laughs> my parents are pretty cool, but um, I just feel like, you know, man, in work and in life, like, you know, there's so many difficult things mm-hmm. and, you know, people are just trying to like make the best of each day, you know, and when you... You know, people are too quick to get upset about like, oh, the tone in that email, or the, or they they said this before they should have said that, or they're trying to do this and that, and it's just like, yo, just like before we get all up in arms here, Mm -hmm. let's just like think about what's at stake for them, right? And then let's think about what's at stake for us, and then let's approach it like you're a human, I'm a human, and it's all good, you know what I'm saying? And, um. You know, after that, it's like everything is everything just works out. It's funny in our you know, we've been in boardrooms and like we're pitching ourselves and our skills and the, the second. So the first slide is like uh, creative theory. Blah, blah, blah. The second slide is um, about our past clients. And of course, but the slide doesn't say past clients. It says this is the creative theory family. Ooh! right and uh the reason that it says that this is the creative theory family is because all the people that we work with we treat them like his family right so what that means is you know we're not like we're not competing mm-hmm. we're not um we're not after different goals like your goals or my goals My goals are your goals, right? And I think why that's so beneficial or why, like, that's such an important slide to us and, like, as we're talking about who we are and what we want to do is, like, people need to know that, like, we'll go to the end of the earth for you. You know what I'm saying? The same way you would for, like, your brother or your sister or the same way, like, you might have a tough day, like, if we're family members. You might have a tough day. We might argue. We might, like, you know, you might say something crass to me or whatever the case is, but it's like, yo, like, nobody's going to talk shit about you. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't let that happen because at the end of the day, we're still family. It's family. It means you know more right. than just so, a client. Yeah. You know, people, people, you know, respect that. And not, I think we, we do a lot yeah. to make people feel like that. Um, you know, there's no, like, you know, you, when when we're on the team, when we're, like, working with our clients, like, you're, you're not going it alone. We're not, we're not here to, like, <clears throat> you know, treat it like a paycheck and then sort of just, okay, look, look at our clients list. Like, thank you. Yeah. You know, and I think like just even the level of communication and like the sincerity in that communication and like the willingness to like learn and think about like perspective, I think is something that's like so important. Um, As in how are they viewing this? How are they viewing things and why and for what reason? And like, if there is a shift that's necessary, like what, you know, how do, what are, how can I, Tell you about my thoughts as to why there needs to be a shift, or it needs to be a change, or this idea should be stronger with X, Y, Z, right? And I think what happens a lot is people get like stuck in their own feelings and stuck in their own like not necessarily stuck in their own ego, but like just like stuck in this like right or wrong thing. Mm-hmm. There like is no, especially in like marketing, like right and wrong is razor thin you know and it like there's there's nuance to everything yeah and like the people who like say like yes quickly and no quickly like uh like avoid those people because like there's always shit that you have to consider like for Mm -hmm. everything like everything you have to like think like on the other like i think they say like economists always say like on the other hand but like literally like on the other that's a real like Everything has two sides, right? You can position something like this, but maybe do we think about this? Did you think about that? Is this like, hmm, is that, is this, Is should we put this out before that? Is this, should be, should this? Like, and then you have to be, you know, strong enough to bring those conversations to the table and be like, let's just, let's think about this. I don't know what the answer is. I don't think you know what the answer is right now, but like, we're all smart people in the room. Maybe we can figure it out. You know what I'm saying? And, you know, once you get in the mind frame of approaching things as, like, I have information, you have information, somebody else here has information, let's, like, pool these uh, information hubs, Mm -hmm. and then let's get to the optimal solution, right? And then that takes it out of, like, well, I say I think this is right, or I think this is wrong. Well, like, first, before we, like, start, like, saying that, let's think about all these different opinions and ideas and, like all these different contextual elements. And that's when you get to like, oh yeah, let's do this. And then when you do that, then obviously it's like, yo, we just like made this amazing
0: team decision and Mm. everybody is behind. I see. It's like you state your idea. You state your idea. I say my idea. It's okay to admit that you were wrong and you're thinking. hundred percent. hundred percent. But let's come to that greater sort of thought of this is what we should be doing. hundred percent. And it's in a lot of ways, it's dropping your ego. That's kind of being like, okay, you're right. I was wrong. That's cool. Yeah, and, in, in, and not
1: even like wrong. It's like I didn't think about that.
0: Oh, there you go. I didn't you know think am wrong. You like didn't you didn't, didn't, didn't think, think about, about, about it that. from that perspective, mm-hmm. right?
1: Um and so, you know, that just it just lets you
0: like be a person and do you, know, you is, see everybody else's as... If there's one thing I've learned about business is that you always have to be the bigger man. <laughs> it's it's so weird. <laughs> yeah. Like it's it's in I know you've I do that a thousand times more, but like you always have to be like Okay, it's cool. No yeah. worries. Yeah, I'll do that for you. I'll stay up late. I'll freaking oh, you, even though you only pay me this much, which was, you know, you pay me this much on the budget, but I'm delivering you this much worth of quality. You think that, and you're like, okay, whatever. I'm just gonna do it. I want to treat you right. And there's so many moments where you have to be like, it's okay, it's fine. You fucked up, or it's it's fine. Right. I'll, I'll accept that. It's being the bigger man has been one of the biggest business lessons I've ever learned as a freelance like entrepreneur, whatever it is. Just I'm running yeah. run a business. It's just me though, yeah. but. You always have to be, play that part For sure and, it's, and you have to be able to forgive people Right And be like or, or be like Look I'm sorry I was wrong You gotta be the first person To always kind yeah, of Yeah Make amends And yeah. face these Very hard facts about yeah. things And like,
1: the thing is like This is like If you're talking about So this is a cool conversation But um, You know The thing about That Of like The concept of like You know Being the bigger person Or the case is So there's There's two different and this is kind of like business theory or whatever the case is i don't know but so there's there's a couple different like theories on uh like leadership and management really and um the main one that i remember is people you usually lead with like from two different perspectives trust and fear okay and so families are led with trust Okay, mm-hmm. and like um, typically, like <laughs> corporations are led with fear. Like people are like, you know, fearful they'll lose their job, or they'll lose respect, or they'll oh, lose, um, they'll look bad in front yeah, of yeah, or, or like, or that they'll get fired, or you know, or like leaders trying like make people like, oh, like fear them and their wrath, or whatever the case is. Um, but when it comes down to it, like being the bigger person literally just means like. I trust everybody here that, like, we can figure this out yeah, and we'll find a way to make this win for everybody, right? And so the thing is, like, even in the context, the example that you gave of, like, um, you know, somebody didn't pay you right or whatever, whatever, you know, if you're basing the relationship on trust and if you've, like, if you're really supposed to be in business with this person, like, you can identify that, like, that was the case last time, Right. Or like, and then level up for the next contract that you're working on, Mm -hmm. whatever the case is, and be like, well, what I learned from the last one is that we had this work that came in out of scope. So I want to put in some extra budget here for us to address that now so that, you know, we don't have to come across that. And a trust relationship says, you know what, like as the person on the other side would say, you know what, that makes a lot of sense. And the reasoning that you gave makes complete sense. So let's do that for this next thing. Right. Obviously you can't get taken advantage of in business, but relationships that are strong are such that you can have a conversation like last time this didn't work out so well. So as a business, we can both do better. Yeah. And doing
0: better for me means protecting myself from being in that scenario again. Right. That's 100% what it is. Like you learn every time that one wrong thing sort of happens.
1: You, the thing about, you know, being a business owner, whatever the case is, like you can't be in a rush for perfection. Um, <clears throat> you have to be like excited about making mistakes, as long as they don't put you under. Mm-hmm. Right, like Every mistake that we make that doesn't put us under is like just the biggest win ever. Like, like oh, oh, we learned from that. Thank, 100%, you. thank God, hundred percent. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, you know, there's so many instances where you know, someone's after like, oh, we should, we should have said this or we should have said that or, or, you know, your client wants to do this, this is what they're saying, but it's not really what they're meaning. And then you give them what they said, but it wasn't what they meant. And so now it's like, next time, like, oh, I need to interpret that as something different. Mm -hmm. Or in the next meeting, I need to, when I hear this, I want to like, okay so what i just heard was right and like okay so now we don't have to do two weeks worth of work and then that wasn't necessarily what you meant even though it wasn't what either those what you said right so there's like so many different lessons that you just have to learn and like to experience you have to want to learn them um because like you don't you you just you have to learn from like all of these different things and experiences and nuances and And once you do that, like, man, like you're just, you're off to the races, literally off to the races. Dude,
0: business is the craziest world ever. Yeah, it's wild. It's nuts. Like, I used to work a job for people. Mm -hmm. It's cool. You don't have to worry about much. (laughs) You don't have to worry about a lot. (laughs) It's all taken care for you. You don't, but then when you actually do it yourself, like, fuck. Yeah. Like, if I want to continue and grow this thing and to make money and to support myself, I need to be a good person. Yeah. For like sure. you ha- like you just literally have this realization like I can't be a piece of shit. You don't, you don't get far in business unless you really bring a lot to the table and you have leverage, but like even then it's yeah. you know, you everyone starts from nothing. Yeah. And you have to grow it into this thing. Yeah. I mean, it's it's true and
1: it's it's a journey that I think, you know, you you just can't rush it. You just can't rush it. Um, but I think that the key things that we've learned all the way you know, you can't rush it. You have to let things happen at the right time, at the right place. You know, there's things that we wanted to do two years ago where, and we didn't have the right team in place and we would have, if we, if had we pushed it at that time, we just didn't have the right pieces mm-hmm. in place and it would have fell flat. Um, and as people come on, you know, it lets us like assess what it is we can do and, and level up these things that we've had in our head, right? Um, I think that, you know, people forget that they need to produce the stuff that they want to produce, especially in our world, right? Of like, you know, you got to work for other people. You have other clients, whatever the case is. And the most impactful work that you can do is the stuff that, like, you want to do, right? The, story, for the stories you want to tell. Um, those those things will forever get you farther
0: than like your 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 client work. That's very true. I've noticed that a lot, and just yeah, my, my 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 two, three years of photography is that every time I've created for myself, yeah. it turned into that thing I wanted. Yeah, I somehow. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes mm-hmm. by me doing that project and me shooting for free or me doing that thing, it, somehow a piece of that turned into something greater. Yeah.
1: And I think, you know, the thing is like, if you can keep your, if you can keep your eyesight on like that greater thing, right if you don't like forget about it mm. then that's when you like really put yourself in a position to win you know it's like when you when you if you and that's the thing right but it's tough i make it sound like it's super easy but it's actually pretty challenging if you know like the hardest part is knowing what you know the the last day looks like you know what i'm saying like knowing where you want to take something knowing where you want to like where where you see yourself that's like a difficult thing <laughs> to assess, right? And it takes the, some long-term vision. It takes a lot of long-term vision, but then it also takes like a lot of belief in yourself a little bit, right? And that can change too on the way. For sure. And, Not the belief division. Um, but it's like, you know, you can take really like small incremental steps like that big picture, um, but you have to identify it first, you know? And then you just kind of like work back from that. You know, like, oh, we want to do this. In 10 years, I want to do so-and-so-and-so-and-so. Like, you know, there's, like, something I could do tomorrow to help me get there. For sure, for sure there is, you know? Um, And that could even be, like, avoiding some things and doing others, right? I think people do too much of what they don't want to do, and then it doesn't give them enough time to do what they do want to do. Uh, What does that look like for creative theory? Yeah, that's, that's real. So... Uh, we've started um turning down a little bit of work now so that we can work on um That's a good problem by the way. Yeah, yeah. Um so we've but also too like our team is expanded now, so like it needs to be bigger projects or else it's like you can't really it's like a one man band thing, right? Kids. So, yeah. right. Um so we have conceptual things that we work on. Um that we know are going to take us like probably till like 2020 to get them like to get them right um and when we're not like under the weight of a lot of client work those are the only things we focus on mm-hmm. um and so you know we try to avoid anything that you know you can get paid to do like a plethora of things like you can get paid to do a lot of shit there's a lot of shit you shouldn't get paid to do though you know what i mean like you <laughs> what do you mean like something that you do that you're like why am i getting paid to do this like what do you uh, mean? So i like- think so th- okay so it's funny <laughs> all right so there's um an opportunity cost to everything oh okay right okay. yeah yeah um and you can get paid so for example somebody could tell me like yo we want to pay you like you know Two thousand dollars to do this thing for the next two weeks. I don't know, or whatever. You know what I'm saying, or whatever the case is. Literally, you could have just like lost two weeks on a project that could have made you like ten times more in 2019, Mm. right? And so I think there's, you know, you have to think about like your time as a resource. um, You know, and it's like that two thousand dollars that you might have been paid to do this thing for a week or two weeks, whatever the case is, like you know in that time you could have just lost focus on like the, th- the big picture right the big idea the big vision the big you know concept that you're working on and if you keep taking these little things whatever the case is like you'll lose sight of these
0: like what your real you know purpose is your real mission is that real end game that you have in your yeah. mind um that's just weird because that's something that you do on that journey is that you, it's like there's these weird side paths you'll take and yeah you kind of do them and then you're like, oh shit, that was such a waste of time. Mm -hmm. Or you'll make a decision about something like, oh, I fucked that up. But then there's times that are really good. Yeah, for sure. And you're, or whatever it was, you decide to take that one random client and that one random client introduces you to your, the biggest account you have or something. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's interesting. It's just, I mean, it's a scale. I think, you know, I have
1: this conversation, you know, here and there with a few different folks. And the main thing is you just got to find out who the fuck you are at the end of the day, like, you just got to find out who you are. And I say that so, you know, with such conviction, because there's, like, a few pivotal things that happened in my life that, like, led me to, like, entrepreneurship and and being here, present now, right? So um, when I finished, like, grad school or whatever, um... You know, there was like a you know schools do like recruiting, like everybody like the uh, literally like I was probably like, you know, a yard away from working at Wells Fargo. I have a finance degree, right? Yeah, like that's my thing. I've MBA like, I was like a yard away from like working in personal banking at Wells Fargo, and um, what happened? There was an event that happened that was like pivotal in my life.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about. I. I'll share something with you, maybe you'll share Yeah, for me. sure, for sure. So, um,
1: you know, so at the time I had locks, you know, my hair was super long, we're from the Caribbean, everyone in family has locks, you know what I'm saying, that's just a thing. Literally at, like, this moment, so it was like, you can work for us if you cut your hair. dead ass. that's a real ass story. And um, so, um, obviously, this was like, what, this was like 2015? Yeah. This was like, 20, like 2014, so... And um, so I'm like, and mind you, literally, like, so you go to school for like a bunch of different reasons, right? To like get a job and shit like that. And uh, so I'm like, nope, not doing it, not doing it. Over the dreadlocks? For sure, hundred percent, not doing it. So that doesn't seem like that. And like, idea. mind you, like, so like four and like, you know, I was leading like a bunch of different, you know, organizations in school and this shit, and like. I'm, like, pretty clever. You know what I mean? Okay, like, yeah,
0: you have a good you know track record at that point. And, degree. Um,
1: okay. Um, so I'm, like, no, not doing it. Just absolutely not. Over the line, 100%. 100%. Okay, like, wow. It, like, if you don't want me here, like, ask who the fuck I am, then, like, later. Like, okay, I get Not it. even a chance. I get it. Um, so then that happened, right? So that was, like, perfect in hindsight. At the time, it's, like, yo, this world is fucked up. Right, which it is, and plus, obviously. if people in your family are probably looking at you like, for sure, are you stupid? I mean, that I mean, that would never like that. It would that, that would like that would it was just no, like it. Would, I would never. It, there was a zero percent chance that I would ever even think of or consider that. So anyhow, yeah. okay. So um, I was like, nope, not even. That's not even. Not even for the slightest second was I'm like this thing. So walked away from whatever that scenario was that I would have been presented with, or the case is. So then um, finished, I finished my MBA and um, I'm interviewing at one company and one company only. And um, wildly enough, uh, I only, so I'd worked in like marketing and then like some other shit like that. So I was like, I only want to work at Google, right? This is like, you know, like everybody fucking says that. Everyone's working at Google. So, um, and I'm Canadian, long story short. So um I'm good. So I end up like interviewing at Google uh, for a position in Google in Canada. Um and like in the time, I'm like, this is it. Da-da-da. Like da-da. This is like the great opportunity, da-da-da. Um super dope. This is gonna be like just an amazing way to like, yeah, that's to the, workforce <laughs> that's the apple. Da, da, that's da, it for sure. College. And, Google. Come um, on. So after like a bunch of rounds of interviews, didn't get the job. Okay. And then they call me back again, like two weeks later. And they're like, we have another position opening up in Toronto, did da. da, da which means for them? I'm like, yeah, I'm just did an interview again. Bunch of rounds of interviews, didn't get the job again <sighs> at the time. You see what I'm saying? And so after that happened, I'm like, I feel like at this moment now, like, I know who I am. Like, I know, like, what I will do, what I won't do, what level of, like, uniqueness I have, what I can bring to the table. Like, I feel pretty clever at this time. Like, if I'm, like, getting all these looks at, like, this company, I must be pretty decent in some type of way. You know what I'm saying? So then I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to interview for any other job ever again. And um, that's when, like, six months later, was like we were was creative
0: theory, right? And then wait a minute, wait a minute, wait, 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 wait. You that it, so it kept happening, and you didn't get it, I guess. Right, see, exactly. And
1: so, so you got fed up, right? Well, I wasn't even fed up, but it was like I can't like go from you know working at my dream company, wherever that meant, to like. Um, you know, like working for like, I don't know, wherever other people work at. You know what I'm saying? Like,
0: Were you so know. heartbroken about it that you I don't decided think to I do something think yourself. I don't think I was
1: heartbroken. I well, wasn't heartbroken, but I was definitely like, ah, this isn't ideal. Like, ah, that would have been so great. I uh, just like typical shit. But what it did was like open to my eyes to like my own level of like um, intellect and capability. Mm. Right? And so that was when I was like, well... You know, I don't want to, like, have this experience, which is really encouraging, and I met some really amazing people along the way, and um, to, like, you know, just, like, being in like, a, you know, a job that, like, I felt no inspiration from, or, like, the people weren't, like, after it and unique and had their own stories and stuff like that, so then... Gary and I were talking a lot at this time and stuff like that. And, you know, I was doing photography on the side to pay money, hadn't found a job yet, all that other stuff. And, and, um, I was like, you know, I'm over like thinking about who can I work for because the whatever I want to do, which is like a mix of creative stuff plus business stuff and like be smart and clever and witty and creative and all that other stuff, like I am struggling to find a job that you can do that. And like it's probably not going to be somewhere where I want to do it anyways. And that was like the birth of creative theory. And then the craziest part of that story, like I said, a year and a half, Google was our client. You know what I'm saying? So it's like Ooh, that's gotta feel good, you know. So, but, I mean, but it's good. not. It's not even that it was like it wasn't even like ah, I was like you know sticking it to him. What it was is like you know like my purpose and spirit had like aligned in the correct
0: place. It's like you realized through other people realizing something in you, like you realized your own sort of potential or something because other people were like seeing it in you and giving you these off giving you these offers oh <laughs> yeah. die over there yeah
1: yeah you know and it was like um, it was just amazing i never forget it like it, you know um, how many people can say you know in their life that, like get like not getting a job at you know in silicon valley was the best thing that ever
0: happened to them you know i can say that <laughs> i know I, know I literally have that same story yeah so so i was an audio engineer before i was all this stuff i was just why this podcast sounds so goddamn good <laughs> i was on audio engineer and i was working in richmond and um just some shit happened in life and i ended up coming back to virginia live back move back with the fam- family job hunting of course right but through serendipity, I don't know how I found this amazing job at the children's hospital. It was like Ryan Seacrest was like opening up like a bunch of studios and all these child's hospitals right. and they were looking for an engineer. They were looking for an engineer director of the radio station. No. And I was like, this is it. I, I worked at a radio station in college. I was an engineer director there. I'm good with kids and people like I know how to do this shit. And I was like, this is it. Like, this is like the dream job. Like maybe everything worked out for a reason. So I do the interviews, even the, it it went so well. Even the people that work, they were like, yo, we want you to get this job. Mm -hmm. Like even they wanted me to get the job. (laughs) And I made it to like the final two people and they were still telling me they want me to get the job. I didn't get the job. And I was just like, I was just crushed because i never had that opportunity before. Right. And it seemed amazing. Like I'm going to be the head of an engineering thing at a children's hospital. Like how much pussy would I be slaying? <laughs> and I, but, but really it was also, you know um, how much money would I be making and stuff and all other that's cool true. stuff like getting laid and stuff. Like that's, that's pretty rough. cool, that's you know, rough. That's rough. but, but it, it was like this dream of something epic was taken away. Yeah. And I, and it made me think, Like, fuck, like, I hate that someone else made that decision. Like, I hate that I had, I could do all these things. They could tell me all these things. And it was just like taken away in a weird way. And I don't know, it just, it just really sucked. Like it really sucked. Yeah. And after that happened, I was like, well, what now? Like, what, what else do I really do? And it was that single sort of event, that whole scenario, that, launched me into where I am today. Yeah, for sure. It it was weird. Like I was, I was so pissed off almost from it that I was like, fuck you guys, I'm going to do something myself. Like I don't need Brian Seacrest to freaking hit me with that smile and Mm. tell me you didn't get the job. Like I was just like, but my life would have looked so differently than it would look right now. I would not be here right now. Like, and it was that same event where that dream job opened and then it closed on you Mm. and that's what launched you into your creative career yeah man i mean it's just you know i don't know you just bounce
1: off of things in life you know and you bounce off like what's for you and not for what is not for you and then once you find like once that happens enough times where you know like oh that was for me that felt good that didn't feel good i enjoyed that i didn't enjoy that that's when you like really find out what you're about and then if you can you know bring what you're about to work every day then like man everything else will take
0: care of itself Dude, I do want to say I would have been slaying if I got that job. Yeah. Anyway, I would have been slaying. Come on, dude. You'd be working sun up to sun down. I'd have down. been talking to celebrities, helping kids, work at the hospital. I would have been killing it. Oh, my God. Like it's a real story. I, like, created this weird, like, thing in my head where I was like, I'm gonna be living in D.C., like, yeah, banging yeah. all the nurses. I was like, this is going to be amazing. <laughs> I'm making real money. <laughs> I, was like, I mean, it's happened. That would been a story. That would been a story. But no, here I am. Interviewing people. Yeah. But no, it, I'm glad that happened though, because uh, I guess in both our cases, it brought us to where you, where yeah. we both are today. percent You know? Yeah. Yeah. Hold on. When did you come from Canada to US? Uh, I moved here
1: in 20, like kind of like 2012, 2013-ish, oh, somewhere around there. I
0: thought you were from DC when I first nah, sort of nah, was aware nah. of you. Um, no. So
1: from the Caribbean, my parents immigrated to Canada in like the seventies. Then me and my brother were born in Canada and- um, What part? Saskatchewan, do you know where that is? I've heard I've heard that yeah, name. It's like far. I got no idea. It's all good. Um and uh we pretty much uh, you know, the majority of our family is in the US, but we were kinda like the outcast a little bit. We're in Canada. Are we and, the outcast? Um what's that? You were outcast from your family because oh, you were just over like there? we were just so far. Oh, okay. And, you know, like Toronto's like the big city, and like Toronto's super close to New York, and we were like, we're hella far from Toronto. You know what I mean? <laughs> so it's like nobody's coming to visit. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, that's just far. Oh, your family's in New York or in, like, in Toronto? My, the majority of my family, like extended family, like aunts, uncles, et cetera, are in New York. Oh, what? And, um, but we were like the only part of our family, essentially, in Canada. So you
0: went to school in Canada? Yeah, for sure.
1: And then cool. I did my, um, I did grad school out here in the U.S. And, like, also, to, you know, part of there, like, I met a girl that uh, moved here for her, essentially. Like, oh, we're married now. met you know, her on my space. I like see. That. That's and cool. It worked out. So oh. that worked out, too. Yeah, because you're married and you got a kid on whole I whole do. I know, right? Man. You know what I'm saying? I'm here drinking wine all night. You're a grown-ass you grown ass man.
0: You'd be changing a diaper right now. Dang. I'm glad I could help you out, man. Yeah. yeah. You know, I stole you <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy, man. Yeah. Toronto, D.C.? So how'd you end up in D.C.? Um, so that's where my wife is from. I
1: ah. Mean, she's, uh, a, she's, a, she's a Howard girl. and Oh, um, I drive by that all the time. You know, and uh, we met, and, well, that was that? You met online? No, we didn't. Um, I was here visiting my family. And oh. we, like, came. I have a friend. I have another, another cousin of mine who moved to Baltimore, and then from Baltimore we come party in D.C., and then... You know, one night I was here in like 2012, and we were like out on this trip in DC, and then we met, and then whoop whoop, and now here, damn, what's up? Now, now my life is in Washington DC. That's crazy. You happy to be here? Yeah, Yeah, super serendipitous. Um, I mean, I'd have been wherever she is. Um, You know, we were like. It's, you know, it's one of those crazy stories where you like meet somebody and you know, you just know that like that's your spouse. And you know, we met and like went out, and I'm like, yeah, that's my wife. And then, you know what I'm saying? That is a crazy story. Yeah, everything just kind of worked out. And I thought that a lot of times, though. Yeah, that's 100% how it happened. Damn. Yeah, that's what's up, man. Yeah, for sure. Good for you. I know. I'm like, a, I'm a young guy, but like, I got an old soul, bro. I'm like old, you know. You do. Dude. You're only 31. You got a business, a family, everything, man. Yeah, I the know, there's a lot going on. What the hell? again you got both sisters? Yes, I got one older brother. He is 35, um, and uh, so he's back in Canada. He has an amazing family, two kids, another one on the way. Uh, you
0: know, it's just, yeah, life's happening fast. It's happening really fast, but it's cool. I'd say so, man. Yeah, it's exciting. How is it operating your business in D.C.? you think you have, like, a strategic advantage because you are here and you are kind of connected as opposed to... I don't know, New York or L.A. or something. So DC is like, you know, I think what
1: happened for us in particular is that DC, especially when we started 2014, 2015, 2016, um, you know, DC was, you know, at a pivotal point in its ability to connect its creative community. Um, and I think around that time, people are just starting like to figure out that they could do stuff like full time. Mm-hmm. Um, before then, people weren't you know, and I can't really say with certainty because I wasn't necessarily here, but from what you know, homegrown DC people tell me is like that the you know, the opportunities for people to like get paid to do real creative work is like a new thing, really. You know what I'm saying, and a lot of that has to do with you know uh influx of capital and, and people starting to focus on like creative and community. Not everybody's doing it, but the people who are putting like real dollars behind that. Who's so putting real dollars behind that to make it possible? You know, I think there's I think there's a few um there's a few brands that do a lot. There's a few developers that do a lot. Some do absolutely nothing. Um but the ones that like care uh about you know making sure dc stays um you know in and of itself and still resembles what it was and what it is uh you know there's ways to like you know be able to be a part of that conversation you know Mm -hmm. and even like you know myself from not even being from dc like part of the benefit of what we do is like we want to be connected to people who don't have that opportunity, so to bring them onto the table, you know what I'm saying. So it's like, if I can be the middleman, then that's great, you know what I'm saying. um But it's like, you know, we have an opportunity too to like come here and do amazing creative work because you know, DC is almost a tier one city now in terms of like marketing dollars. You know what I'm saying? You got like really, you got New York, obviously, way out of the, oh, of course, and you have LA, of course, way out of there. Atlanta way out of there. Who's next? DC. Really? Yeah. And, um, so we're on the up and up. Yeah. So people are like bringing active agents here, brands here, uh, bringing dollars here. And, you know, we're kind of like here, right place, right time to have, you know, the cool credentials to like, you know, try and go after some of that work. So, you know, I think if we were here 10 years from now, you it'll know, be a the, whole the different landscape world. here is going to be a lot different. Gonna be really? a lot what do you different. think? How so? Uh, it'll be a lot more competitive. It'll be a lot more saturated. Um, I think if you're starting out at that time, you're like, it's like if I were to move to New York today and be like, hey, I got this company, da, da, da. Like, there's uh, like a hundred other companies started today, too, that do the same thing. Bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And um, here in D.C., you know, the same way, like, you can reach out to me or... I can reach out to Amir or somebody else can just connect, can connect. That's not in every other city. Right. So like our secret sauce here in this city is the ability for creatives to connect with each other. Right. And for like everybody's network to be like really deep, you know, Um, a lot of that goes back to, if you think about it in the context of like Instagram, right. So there's like, um, you know, IGDC, walk with locals, Um, like there is no walk with locals in any other city. True. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a bunch of different like small pieces and pods, but like here there's like a centralized effort to make community and space for creative people like other cities like, you know, New York too competitive. Why do I want to know you? Why do I want to meet you? Like, Mm -hmm. why would I want to show you my technique? Why would I want to coach you up on this? It's true. You know, LA in the film world, right? Everybody's a filmmaker. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, how can you? Everyone's an actor, right? So, like, how do you? How do you collab on that? How do you? You know what I'm saying? And it's a city about like knowing who you know, right? But like here, it's like, you know, it's almost it's almost the city of like side hustlers. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, sure, I'd love to know who you. I'd love to know who you are. I'd love to know what you do. I'd love to meet up. I'd love to show you my technique. Love to like have you shoot this with me. It's like, like we're love figuring to have you it shoot out, this for me, right? And so there's people who are like, just like in other cities, who figure it out and um you know take the leap to do something full-time here we're in that spot where it's like everybody's figuring it out to take that full-time leap and like to really like kill what it is they want to do and when you're not full-timing like everybody just wants to share just want to share 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 knowledge share right and then once you do that it turns into like you know now i have all these skills that can let me do something full-time
0: that is a great way to sum it up.
1: Yeah, man, that's DC. It's like
0: baby. I love the optimistic viewpoint on that too, and it's it's like because we don't have an established sort of ecosystem, yeah, that everyone's kind of on their own, and yeah. we're we're figuring it out. Like yeah. we're we're slowly figuring out how to make it happen. Like I don't know, you you're on the like, that meta side of it. So you see it more than probably any of my other guests have or anyone I know. So for you to say that, I think it's very powerful. Yeah, I mean, you have some pretty cool people on the show. You know what I mean? So you got, like, Scooty on here and, like,
1: other dope people doing dope stuff. So, uh, you know, there's a few people who, like, definitely, like, figure out that, you know, community is the key. Um, And, you know, collaborating beats competition. uh, There's a few people that really get that. And the people who, like, get that just... You know, they kill it, they kill it, they kill it. Yeah, and the reason for that is because, like, say I have an idea of, like, something I want to do. I work in a different industry than you, let's say, for example, and you had an idea that you want to do, right? So if I pair my idea with your idea, now we get, like, elevated levels of, like, these two things that we can do on our own, and it's going to be bigger than, like, what we would do individually, you know what I'm saying? So, like, here people are really good at finding, like,
0: yo, I do this, you do that, let's do something, let's make it work. That is true, right? We are creative in how we kind of collaborate with each other. Just how I see it, yeah. Man. You know? But do you think it's because we don't have a sort of defined thing besides political government, which is not creative at all? Right. L.A. has acting, movie world, that's creative. New York has fashion, that's creative. We have politics, not creative. So it's like we're kind of left to figure it out. Yeah. And... I don't know if you share this sense or you see this viewpoint, but a lot of people I have on the show, people I've talked with and even off, off the show say that there's some sort of like wave happening right now in DC <laughs> and maybe it's 10 years from now. Like you said, I'm literally going to take that clip in 10 years from now and I'm going to replay it when your agency is like a hundred people squad or who knows I'd <laughs> 10 years. Shit. That thing's gonna be like a 500 people yeah, squad. Maybe, yeah. But like, do you, do you sense that? Or like, do you like, it, it seems like it, do you sense yeah. some sort of kind of, Seismic activity in the water,
1: yeah, I think so. And I think, like, you know, like I said, DC is becoming like that tier one city for
0: people to put dollars behind. Um, is that because it's everything that happens here is new, like anything you do in the city is new and cool? I think, I think
1: so, yeah, but I think, you know, um. People just fucking with the city right now. Really? Saying like for good or for bad, like the city popping. You know what I mean? And and you know, there's there's it's a double edged sword for everything. Um, but the city is just popping. I think people are just you know, I don't know. People are finding a way right now. People are finding a way. Like myself. Know. People are finding a way. Yeah. Um, I think is it a wave. You know, everything has a peak and a trough for sure. Um, but I think it's more so just about, you know, broader, you know, broader context of people coming, you know, to cities, living in cities, urbanism, um, you know, what this is. So I have a lot of philosophies on like people living in places, etc. cetera. Um, I think Baltimore is the next Oakland. Um Yeah, there's a lot of cool
0: stuff Happening in Baltimore right Yeah, here. you
1: know I, I was there like, over the weekend Yeah, I was blown away Yeah, I'm in D.C. Probably like at least a night a week uh, I'm in Baltimore a night a week Um, You know, I, D.C. Is, is, is on a wave And I think the next wave um Of like dope, unique, interesting shit Is in Baltimore San Francisco was San Francisco 15 years ago And then Oakland was Oakland 10 years thereafter You know what I'm saying Um I think they're like it's a, it's a, it's a fall. It's a similar trend, similar
0: trend. Um, what, what takes those cities to that awareness level? Is it music or like, what is, some people say is music, but like, is it the artists coming out of it? Is it the output of it? Is it just purely the dollars big businesses are pumping into that ecosystem? <laughs> um, yeah, that's a good question, man. I, I, I,
1: you know, the capitalist in me says that like, you know, you need big business. You do. Um, and then- But outside of that, you need, like, the real business, Mm. you know? Um, So it's funny. Like, you can think about So what we're doing right now, right? So, like, I have a thing. You have a thing. Amir has a thing. Like, we got our little things, right? People who work in, like, big companies, like, are living to experience these things. That's very true. You know what I'm saying? so how I feel about it is, like, you need, you need, like, The rigidity and dryness of like big business to fuel the fluidity and wetness of creative. Whoa, that's interesting. I mean, or else like you can't, because you can't have like, you know, the sun without the moon, rain without shine. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think it literally takes like that dryness of, you know, like, Big business, or you know, I don't want to say nine to five, but like the 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 dryness of of big capitalism to fuel, like you know, a lot of that like creative energy to like roar back and like say like yo like this is what
0: you're sleeping on, dude. If that's the case, then this then this town's a fucking desert, and <laughs> and people like us in this room are are the rainstorms. Yeah. For but sure. another way I can also phrase that is something I've heard before is that. Like we have the sauce, they have the money. And there. they always want to have the sauce and look cool and be able to present their brand in a cool way. Like the same way PBR is trying to activate DC and Baltimore, but they're using Natty Bo in Baltimore. They're trying to get into the art scene and they're doing a very good job, mm-hmm. you know? But yeah. they've got the money, we got the sauce. Yeah. And so they throw it to us and we say, okay, cool. It's like a real thing, it's a real thing. You know, and, and we, everyone kind of needs it. And yeah, mm-hmm. so it, it is that yin and yang that kind of creates that center where... Maybe there's enough cool shit from us, and then the bigger corporations or companies, whatever,
1: yeah. can I mean, find it, their way in it. If you think about it, like, you know, there will be an influx of creatives as well to the city, too. You think, you know well, about, so are you like, saying that
0: someone's actually going to move to DC at, to be a creative or yeah, to pursue something? Sure. Yeah, that's a scary thought. Yeah, 100%. I, 100%. 100%. <laughs> Really? Yeah. Like, yes. But what what would they move here to do? They'll figure it out. Really? They'll figure it out. Because, like, as a photographer, I'd move to New York to pursue fashion photography. Nope. Mm -mm. As an actor, I'd go to L.A. Or as just, like, a good-looking person, I'd go to L.A. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But that,
1: I mean, that's, nah, like.
0: I'm not pretty enough, so whatever. Fucked. Nah. People are just, everybody,
1: nah. Everybody's hot-stepping. Everybody would be here. I mean, I know people who move from New York to come (laughs) here as photographers. What? As, as creative writers. Damn. You know, and it's like, why would I fight that fight in New York City every day when I can fight that fight here in DC and, like, you know, be at a couple places, wah, 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 people know who I am.
0: You know what I mean? That's true. Yeah. Right? It is a small, big city. Mm-hmm. It's like, you kind of see the same people everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, everyone seems to know Uncle Scooty. What everyone seems to know you. Uh, I don't know how. <laughs> That's, uh, I don't but know. But it seems to work like I that. Know where. I don't know. Huh?
1: I don't be anywhere, so I don't know. People might know me. I don't know. But. Probably just from Instagram. Who knows? Maybe just thought I know part on there. But, uh, <laughs> 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 but yeah, I mean, it, it's 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 um, you know, DC is one heck of a place. You know, it's one heck of a place, one heck of a story place. Um, you know, for me, you know, so. uh you know, I'm, I've only been here, you know, seven years or so. As long as um, But it. the thing is that I called DC home because the most important parts of my life happened here. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So um, this is where I found out who I was. This is where I found out, you know, what community meant. This is what I found, what, what belonging meant, Um, you know. That's all of those things. Sure, I lived somewhere else until I was, like, 26 years old or 25 years old or whatever. What's 31 minus 7? I don't know. Um, but, you know, the most pivotal moments of my life all happened here. You know, like, my like my truest existence began in this city, so this was home for me now. Damn. Um, you know, I don't know if more people feel like that, too. Some people come and go all the time, but, like, you know, without this city, I
0: don't think I know who I was. Maybe home isn't where the heart is, maybe that's true still, but maybe it's also home is where you find yourself, too. Yeah. I mean, this is where the heart is, too. You know, I got a family here, so well, that's cool. <laughs> oh, yeah, it's but, it's 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 both for you, yeah, for sure, for sure. You know, sure. Yeah, that's crazy, man. Yeah, so, so, yeah, yeah. so, what else is coming up for you, man? Anything in the works um, that you can speak on? What else is coming up for me? So,
1: nothing that I can talk about. Uh, Yep. That kind of one of, of those things. You're doing yep. that kind of business, mm-hmm. man. It's mm-hmm. cool. All those NDAs, uh, yeah. hush mm-hmm. hush. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I get it. I get it. Uh, so we got some cool stuff that we're working on right now. We got to go to New York and LA in, in uh, early June to pitch a couple of folks on some ideas, Um, and then those ideas will come through in 2020.
0: Can I ask you a real quick question about yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I've always heard that the concept of pitching. Yeah, right. Sure. Like this, is something that. Common folk like myself hear about chill, that you guys chill, do. Chill, chill, chill. chill. Okay, yeah. I love that comment. I'm, I'm pretty cool. Yeah. But no, but I'm saying like, when you pitch, is it literally like a bunch of people sitting at a table? Yeah. You have a projector and you're like, this is creative theory. Like, I've always been so fascinated. Like, what is this pitching thing that Gary V talks about that you talk about? The other people I heard talk about, like, what is this pitching thing? Um, yeah, pitching is like, um, you know,
1: do our goals align? That's like the, in its simplest form. That's a pitch. Like, okay, how can I show you that our goals align? And are you pitching
0: on a certain specific thing at that point? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, these the thing that we're working on next for twenty twenty, yeah, is a, is a specific concept. And then, so a bunch of people come together to go to that place, and they, everyone pitches their own unique. So,
1: company I mean, it, it's like a, it's a concept created and designed by Creative Theory. So it only like exists in like an hour. World, because yeah. like, we invented it, I guess. Um, so, you know, we're heading to, and yes, it is like a bunch of people in a room, uh, and you're presenting this idea and why it's amazing, why it's lit, why it's the shit, and why it makes sense with your goals and objectives, and why we need a bunch of money from you.
0: Oh, so it's not necessary that that Nike, for example. or just example. I, I don't know. I'm, sure. I, I'm pretty sure you've done a business, then, but, anyways. You will they don't always have an objective like, hey, we have a campaign, who's gonna be the best fit? Sometimes yeah, I mean, it's like, just you going and being like, Hey, we have a great idea. So
1: there's a couple different things. Um and yes to all of those. All right, oh okay. so you can like so we have to like, you know, like pitch ourselves and what our capabilities, da da, da da as like an agency we can come in and do some stuff, right? You know what I'm saying? Um but then also too because you know we have our own ideas and have this really big picture of like, the impact that we can make as a company outside of producing content. We have these you know, connections and, and people that we've done business with in the past and we've like, started to understand what their goals are and like, where they see themselves fitting in. Um, and then we like, you know, piece these things along the way of like, yo, that thing makes sense with this thing that we want to do in the big scale and da-da-da. And, um, and then we, you know, put together like these bigger ideas. Um, and essentially say like, would you want to be involved in this? Oh. Right? So, I mean, there's like, there's different, there's different, you know, you can pitch on anything, right? Like whether it's yourself or idea the, or to, you just to, to for, the shit out of that for to, me. Be the, to be the agency for this particular campaign or like mm. to be an agency you should hire for XYZ or whatever the case is. Um, but this is literally like, you know, we have this really dope thing that we want to do in 2020 and we think you'd be the best partner for it. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, you know, okay. there's different, there's different ways to do everything, but, um, you know those are the conversations we're having for that other idea that we can't talk about now yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. um but yes, yeah, I mean we gotta you know every time you start with a new client, you gotta go in you gotta find somebody who will at least let you in the door and um you know set up a time to meet with the couple of people who can make a decision, and you gotta pitch yourself your your past work your your you know who you are what your capabilities are, what you can do what you know, how you understand who this person is as
0: a brand and where you can fit in. You just blew my mind with some um, of that. The whole time I was thinking that like there's some mysterious job board that Nike has and they're like, we're looking for someone to execute this idea. And then all of you guys go in and you're like, we can do it no. because this, we can do it because this. But really it's, it could also be you just being like, Hey, we're going to do this epic thing. We want you to be a part of it. Yeah. Do you want to be a part of it? For sure. Absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Uh, that's, and that's, a game like, changer. that's like the fun shit, right?
1: Because it's like your shit. You that know? sounds fun as hell. And the other thing, too, like <laughs> it's funny, you know, from an agency perspective, like um, all of these people, all these like super big brands, whatever you call them, they have like agencies that do 99% of their work for them, right? And so a lot of them are not looking for somebody to come in door and be like, hey, we can do this for you. Like they'll be like, yeah, we already have a team to do exactly that. So, um, how do you even operate in there? We don't. That's our thing. Oh, we only work on stuff that revolves around like culture and community. Oh, so you You have have your specific thing. You have your, we're not, I'm not trying to film your TV spot. I'm not trying to film your Super Bowl commercial. I'm not trying to do your, you know, I don't know, your other branded content. Like we want to work on this stuff, which we know that you've identified as important Mm. as a community that you want to speak to. And therefore, we have, like, the expertise and experience in doing that. So, ah, like, work okay. with us on this specific thing, right? And, like, as a smaller company, you know, we don't need you to hire us for, like, your entire shit, which you, yeah. like, wanted, like, a super big agency of, you know, hundreds of people for. Because it's like, yo, we're going to, we're, we're working on, like, you know, five campaigns for you for, like, the whole year. You know what I'm saying? And they're all going to take a lot of work and a lot of energy, and you need a dedicated team who's going to think about that, eat, sleep, and dream about it, and not think about, you know, like, what you're trying to do on your next, I don't know, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, because that person's not thinking about this stuff. And we are every day, and we're in it, and our community's in it, and our, our heart is in it. So it's different. So that's like, I mean, it's just like a... It's like a business lesson. We've differentiated in our space.
0: Okay. Right.
1: Cool. So, you know, it's like, you know, there's agencies for everything under the sun. But just in our particular space, we've done a good job of differentiating ourselves and um, you know, saying like this is what we wanna do and like saying that with like purpose and mission and authority you know when i'm trying i'm not trying to be everything for you but we want to do this because it's hell important Yeah, we're gonna do this
0: hello up well. we're gonna, we're and, gonna it's like, and it's
1: like if you, if you don't bring us on to do it we're just gonna do it anyways and like somebody else will be like yo it's a dope idea how can we be a part you know what i'm saying mm. and so um you know we just found out who we were who like we were as a company
0: and um I think you just blew my mind in that, that little it. thing about the whole pitch world too and especially how you manage how you guys approach it but like I'm in the process of planning my next exhibition, and I we made a deck for it and everything. And I was like, "How the hell do I do this?" But you made me realize, I'm like, "Oh, I got to pitch this to people. Yeah, like, sure. I have like, to meet people. Yeah, and- like
1: who would who would want to be involved? Oh. Right? Like who does this align with? You yeah, know? and um, and why? And if you can like clearly identify that and make it so that like, yeah, this is something we want to be a part of. We see the alignment. We see that we're like parallel or intersecting or whatever the case is. You know, then you you know."
0: We might get some work. some green lights. Work. So so kind of a tangent, but uh, I was asking you what's up what's coming up for you. Yeah. So you said uh, travel, LA, New York. You know, yeah, a little bit of this, a little bit of that.
1: <coughs> um that was the most vague answer you could possibly get. But yeah, ever. you can't talk about <laughs> it. Um but you can't, just more work. It. You know, uh tomorrow I'm going up to New York, um, where Gary and I are speaking at um at an event for YouTube. Um Oh, what are you gonna uh, talk about? We are gonna talk about collaboration uh, and how it can impact your um,
0: your scalability. Oh, um, in my creator studio hub, there's literally a video talking about collab to take your content to the next level. Yeah, so I
1: mean, it's it's and it's bigger than just your content, right? Like it, it's more like um, you know the the collaboration that you build and seek, you know, allow you to do things that um you wouldn't have been able to do alone Thanks. that billiard portfolio create community your your network your audience um and inevitably you know grow your ability to partner right and um you know all of us do amazing work in here and stuff like that and like there's people who do amazing work but they haven't figured out how to partner with anybody yet that's a hard part and, i think for anyone um you know if you if you can identify like a couple of like ladder rungs or whatever, or like parallel places to collab with a few different people, then you can put yourself in a good position to like really go after the type of partnerships that you want, which is, which could take you from like, you know, yeah, this is my side hustle to like, yeah, this is my LLC. You know what I'm saying? Like very different, very different mindsets. Um, and a lot of that is basically just off of like who you partner with, like partner is the best way to put it, to think about it. But it's like, who can you, turn into
0: like a client in a way yeah who could you strategically partner with to yeah i get it yeah, yeah for sure for sure wow yeah Awesome facts there. That's, right that's lit you know some heavy facts man
1: you know, i got a couple words i got a couple words in the in the dictionary that i like to use but uh um, yeah man you know we just you know we, we like we like to stay busy we like to talk to people
0: we like to learn from people do you have a lot of time um, for yourself or is it just, it just it's just a mix between personal and business at all times it's a mix all the time every day
1: um, you know, right after this, we gotta head home and like you know put my man in the bath and and uh, go to sleep if he's not in there already, you know what I'm saying, but um, you know it's just that's that's where you know we we that's part of it you you wake up you work when it's when it's about you when it's about your core. You know, people say it doesn't feel like work. now. Nah, it just feels like work sometimes. But <laughs> yeah. um you know, at least it's like you you feel like you're you're doing something cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. it' it's cool. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well shit. Yeah. I I really appreciate you coming on, man. Thank you. Yeah. I mean this is this is dope. This is like a cool setup. I'm I'm excited to like put this on my stories and share and and post and link it and like I'ma send this to some folks and um, cool conversation. Yeah, man. Likewise, man. I Appreciate. It. No, this is it's like cool getting cool. to know you. I like how we did this here. It was no like set question answer. It was just like, yo, let's let this thing flow. Nah, I don't like and, that uh, kind of uh, rigidity of it.
0: Of I know, like, I know, I know blah I know. blah blah. Yeah, blah blah blah. <laughs> yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> That's not fun. Yeah, Who wants no to no do no. that? No, you know, no. it's like it's like vibing and feeling it out, and yeah. you know, just seeing where it goes. Yeah, there was um, there was a guy. So there's a
1: a Canadian um, radio host who was, like, the greatest at that of all time. Um, but, like, I think it was, like, five years ago, He there was, like, this whole sex scandal thing. It was kind of weird. But um, his name was Gian Gameshi. I don't even know. And um, I'll send you the link. But, like, literally as a radio host was the greatest in the whole world that I've ever heard as, like, a, you know, and the shows were similar to this, right? Um, but, like, just the, the greatest, the absolute
0: greatest Ever. His name was Gian Gameshi. It's, it's a sword you got to hone, man. Like yeah, for it, sure this, this shit's not easy. Yeah. I know. I know. It seems like we're just talking. Yeah. But it's tricky. There's a lot more, there's yeah. a lot more nuance to it than people think. Yeah. 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 And by the way, I was thinking, I was thinking of Tim Westwood <laughs> Boom, explosion sound. <laughs> Welcome to Tim Westwood TV. Yeah. That's what I was yeah. thinking when you were saying that. I didn't know about the other guy. <laughs> no, no, no. But he, this guy, he was just,
1: you know, and he, he's off the radio now. Um but uh, he was on CBC, but it was just, which is Canadian Broadcasting Corporation. But it, like literally, it was just like you could listen to that shit for hours, like not even know. You know? And it was just like the, just the best conversation. I aspire to be that people. good, man.
0: I aspire. Um, it was cool. Wait a well, if anyone wants to follow you or follow this insane agency you're running, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. where could they go?
1: Um, so. You know, my personal gram, Tamon underscore, T-A-M-O-N underscore. I'm sure you're going to link it somewhere in the vid. You know what I'm saying? Find it that way. Um, Our agency is Creative.